Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. We have a special guest. What's your name? Brooklyn. She's Brooklyn. She's Brooklyn. She's Brooklyn. Brooklyn. She's Broccoli Brooklyn. Oh, she's Broccoli Brooklyn. Yes. Do you like Broccoli? Slay Queens. Okay. What is happening tomorrow that's exciting? Stop. We get the horses. Ow. (laughs) Girl. We get the horses. And we're very excited. But you know the party pooper thing about it? What? It's going to be raining. Raining? Yes, it's on the boring. day that they come. I'm like, are you It's boring. Kid? It's boring. It's super duper 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 boring. Okay, hold on. Let's see here. All right, let's look at the rain forecast. Okay. Yeah, Sunday, I'm 60%. Kid, you know we're on live, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, girls and boys, whoever's listening, <laughs> the, the day we get... Oh, that's cute. The day we get our horses, and the day after, bling, bling, and raining. All right. Ew. Like, Dang, okay, so Brooklyn, have you been on it's an episode cool. before? No, I have not. This is my first time. Okay, so how, how it goes. Let's keep our voice a little low because if you... Okay, you got to listen to this episode so now you'll know. Okay. If you go, like, really loud when they're listening to it, it'll, like, scare the holy heck out of them because it's so loud. So let's keep our um, voices, like, normal. And normal... Oh, it's right here. Normally... Yeah, it is. Took it off. Normally, one person talks at a time, just so it's not so crazy. So you guys will listen, and if something if something crazy happens, you can go. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. Okay. You can follow Peyton's lead, and you can kind of get an idea. Okay. okay. I've listened to her podcast many times. So I know. That's, and you're, I think I have an idea on what to do. What are you thinking about the girl in the locked room? I am thinking that it's gonna be scary but cool. Okay. I am one for scary stuff. But do you like it so far? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. All right, The Girl in the Locked Room, Chapter 14. The Girl. The girl sits on the floor watching a bird fly around her room. Birds have come in before. Usually they flap about frantically, seeking a way out. This bird's different. Instead of being in a hurry to leave, it hops around investigating things. Perhaps it hopes to find a juicy bug to eat. She would like to help him, but even if there was a bug in her room, lately she's been having trouble picking things up. She's not very strong. Perhaps it's because she hasn't been outside in the fresh air for a long time. She can't remember when she ate last. She's never hungry, but maybe it's not eating that's weakened her. She stretches her arms out and looks at them. How come she's become so thin? Why? She can scarcely see her arms. The sun seems to shine through them and they cast no shadow. The girl contemplates the bird. I wish you'd stay with me and be my pet, she says. Her voice is low and raspy. Maybe she should talk more. But what's the point of that? No one. She has no one to talk to. Suddenly, the bird spreads its wings and flies out the window. The girl watches it dip and soar, dip and soar, and finally disappear into the woods. If only she could spread her arms and fly after him. After the bird leaves, she's lonelier than ever. The day before, Jules and her father and mother had gotten into their ugly tin thing and driven away. They were gone all day. She was afraid that they might be gone forever. But late at night, she saw the lights of the tin thing of the ten thing, she was glad that they'd returned. 
Today, the three of them left the house on foot this time. Jules carried a cake. Cake? She remembers cake. It's soft and sweet. It melts in your mouth. Once and some other time, she ate cake. Chocolate cake. Outside in a field. A picnic. That's what it's called. There was a stream, a tree, wildflowers, butterflies. She ate it until she thought her stomach would burst. Eating like that now might put some flesh on her bones. Maybe Jules and her parents are having a picnic by the stream with the tree and the wildflowers and the butterflies. She hopes so. It's a happy place. She wishes that she could go there herself. The girl drifts into a dream. She's outside near the stream, the tree, lying on a quiet quilt on a soft grass. Someone's reading to her. It's a voice the girl knows and loves. She lies still and listens to a story of about four sisters. She's heard it before, but she can't remember what happens to the sister. She thinks that one dies. She remembers crying. She's not sad now. She can't remember what, what dying is. In her dream, she senses someone watching her. She turns her head. Jules is there, close enough to touch. She calls her Lily. The girl doesn't know who Lily is. Once she knew, but that was so, so long ago. Help me, the girl hears herself say, help me. Jules doesn't understand. When Jules moves, she vanishes. And the way that a reflection vanishes when you splash, when you toss a pebble on water. The girl comes to herself by the window. She sees Jules walk out of the woods with her parents. Just there, just below her. She hopes Jules will look up and see her, but she hurries into the house with her mother. She's not thinking about the girl. The girl sighs and backs away into the shadows. Jules can't help her. No one can.